Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello and welcome to Packers POV, a podcast that aims to shine a light on the human behind the helmet. I'm your host, Taylor Rogers, and we are here inside historic Lambeau Field. This is a one-of-one guest, a state champion shot putter and award-winning choir singer who became a 32-game starter on Virginia Tech's offensive line at 6'7", 314 pounds, introducing Green Bay Packers tackle Yash Nyman. How's it going, Yash? Doing well. Thanks for having me today. So happy to have you and have been really excited to uh, get a chance to talk to you. I think the music thing is of interest. Can you pinpoint any moment when music felt like more than just music? Uh, I think it's been like that since I was a kid. Um, I remember when I was younger, my mom had a plethora of CDs. I used to go to, uh, I can't remember what the store is called, but it was a store in New York City that like you can buy like a whole bunch of CDs and cassette tapes and different stuff. And I remember my mom had like a few artists, like my dad was a big fan of Earth, Wind & Fire and a lot of music down in that time and my mom like had me listen to Michael Jackson at a young age so just seeing all the stardom and performing and everything I kind of like fell in love with like the music and pretty much performance and everything around that and then um by the time I got to high school my teacher Miss Bunce uh it was her first year when it was my first year in Columbia High School in Maplewood New Jersey and she kind of like was like on me as far as music because she thought I had a great voice to the point of my senior year I joined a selective choir and uh kind of took that level of choir to like the next level with a, a group of other kids that were very talented and singing. And how did you make that transition and rise into a selective choir? What was it about your voice that stood out? Um, she said I was like a great baritone and I was fairly new to it, but I remember going through like rehearsal and it was like so good. It sounds so good. Um, there was times where like we sung a song called Ave Verum Corpus like by William Byrd, probably like in the 1500s, uh, this like the 16th century. And I remember uh, there was a time where we've heard the song and I remember she was like, if you have to excuse yourself because you know the, the music which is so good like people would just like tear and I was just like I never experienced something like that before where like people can be emotionally pulled like within seconds of listening to music so once I went to college I kind of like wanted to stay plugged in and that's when I got involved with FL Studio like using a demo version and started playing around self-teaching myself how to use the plugins and whatnot. That's incredible and you're referring to your ability to make music make now music as a now. hobby. Yes. That's something that stuck with you but shout out to Ms. Bunce. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for her because I think that was probably like one of the coolest parts of my life actually growing up uh selective choir in high school 
That's really neat. As far as singing goes, obviously you've got some ability. Dance is another segue in the similar genre that you became famous for here in Green Bay this past season. Yeah, so uh, it kind of happened during the Steelers game. Uh, I didn't necessarily thought I would be caught on camera doing it, but then that you know the next following day, like everyone like kind of pointed out, I was like, oh snap! But then the like, guys were like, yo, that's pretty cool. So I don't necessarily like dance a lot around the guys, but maybe more so this year <laughs> coming up. The robot is of course the dance that got you famous locally. Mm. But is there a dance you're most proud of that you've learned? Um. I would say, like, I, I kind of just, like, freestyle dance. Like, my two sisters, Sarah and Hannah, uh, I'm the middle child, they both were in uh, special dance in, in high school. They would dance to a lot of different pieces. I remember my older sister when I was a freshman, she graduated in 2011. Um, in her senior year, she danced with a lot of her uh, other classmates uh, to songs like Adele, I think when her 21st album came out and that was like the first time I've ever heard Adele and I thought to myself I'm like this would be an excellent song to dance to but yet alone like a great song so I mean I would say I, I used I listened to like a lot of music as a kid um hip-hop in particular but you know electronic um indie alternative but like that style of music uh Adele I kind of like I was like okay like I never really heard this before but you know this is a beautiful melody beautiful voice you know this is awesome and the dancing is phenomenal. You're the middle in between a younger sister and an older sister. What's that yeah. dynamic like? Um, it's fun. Uh, we, you know, I guess now since that we're older, um, my little sister just turned 20. Uh, my older sister is 29. So we're kind of all like in the same decade. Like, you know, um, I think, you know, the last few years has been awesome because, you know, we're much older now. We took a trip to California, went to Disneyland and... Uh, kind of went on some of the West Coast beaches and just like, you know, hung out and talked about things that, you know, we didn't get a chance to on the phone during like the time I was playing. As of this age, you know, us all being adults, like we all kind of support each other and what we want to do as far as like our careers and like try to lean on each other as siblings. That's really special that you have that bond with both of them. It doesn't always work that way. Yeah, <laughs> but they're very supportive though. And your mom is another person that's very supportive in your life, obviously attending a lot of your games, mm -hmm. uh, you know, dating back to high school and even here in Green Bay. What has that relationship been like for you? Um, my mom's kind of been like my cornerstone. Uh, like anytime I really need some like real life, um, my mom and dad both, uh, anytime I need some like real life adult advice, <laughs> even when I don't want to hear it, uh, I come down and kind of sit and think, I'm like, okay, like my parents were right in the sense of that because, you know, they want the best for you. So, you know, taking it a little bit more seriously, I know as kids, everyone's like, ah, oh, like forget what you have to say, mom. But I think like, you know, becoming a man, uh, you just kind of have to see like what's important, especially like what your parents say, if, you know, if they have their head on straight or if I have my head on straight to really take in consideration, like, you know, that someone that's been through what you've been through already and like consider what they're saying. Do you have one person that you go to football stuff with and then one person that you go to relationships off the field stuff with or how does that work? I would say more so on my dad's side. We talk a lot of football. Um, my, my mom and I, we talk football too, but more so the like relationship side. My, my dad and I, we, we get into it with all sports. Um, my dad's a big Knicks fan, Giants fan, Yankees fan. So the Knicks haven't been doing too well. So he always like, you know, we talk about that a lot. But um, 
Yeah, my dad is more so on the sports side. My dad and I would talk a lot of sports. And I want to transition from that time in New Jersey where you grew up and then transition from Columbia High School down to Virginia Tech. And you get out there and your week one opponent <laughs> is the unanimously ranked number one team in the country, Ohio State. Yes. Uh, I go I go in on the third series and like, I would say I don't think I had any time to be anxious or have butterflies or anything. Like It was just like, okay, from whatever I can remember from practice, I'm just going to do that. <laughs> um, I think it went pretty well, though, but it was quite an experience uh, given the fact that we were the Virginia Tech was the only team to beat Ohio State in 2014 once they won the championship, and we were the next team to play after they won the championship. So it was like highly anticipated, but that was like one of those games where I will forever remember. Uh, just you know, After the first touchdown, I just remember screaming reaching and I was like if this is what college football is about then like wow like this is amazing I think I would say I fell in love with football like a, a little bit more than I did before from that experience what's up I'm John Wall and I'm CJ Toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game we're now joined by three-time NBA six man of the year elite bucket getter let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You ended up starting 32 games at Virginia Tech, switching from left tackle to right tackle over the course of your time there. And then the draft comes around and you get undrafted. But you get a call on May 3rd from the Packers. What was that like? Uh, it, it was uh, it was a relief because then like for me I knew I could still like have an opportunity to play football. I just didn't want the opportunity like to be missed. So like just like learning the history of the Packers and like the years of winning and the tradition here is kind of like an honor to be here and play. So like every given Sunday is really like a privilege to really wear the G. You're 26 years old. You've got a ton of accomplishments already under your belt. Every game you started last season. The Packers won. What's still out there for you? Well, I kind of have to give glory to God for that. I mean, that's a crazy stat. Um, everything that I still set my mind on, I think. Uh, I just want to, like, you know, for this team, just want to perform the best I possibly can so we can reach our goals. Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, you have coaches through your career just playing football say, like, you know, you're you're a part of the bigger picture. And, I think like playing here, like you really feel, you know, that you are part of a bigger picture, like an organization and everything that stands behind the G, you know, you don't want to taint that image, you know. So like as a player, it's like you kind of like want to almost be flawless. And uh, I think the guys here kind of like elevated my game in that sense. You've mentioned the belief factor and how coaches and players might have that in you and what it does to you. Who is that person off the field for you? 
I would say my high school coach, uh, Coach Green, Kevin Green, um, when I was in high school, he kind of was like, I wouldn't say hard on me, but like he kind of was that guy that made me really start taking football seriously in the sense of like, you know, I can get an education doing it. Um, that's the kind of person for me off the field. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've had a couple examples of that that you've mentioned of people really guiding you to that next step. Mm-hmm. There's also been some adversity tied into that too. Mm-hmm. For anyone that might be going through their own form of adversity, what advice might you have? Um, that's, you know, dark times come, but they don't always stay. Like as storms, you know, rainstorms, thunderstorms, they'll probably be for a night, but the next morning, you know, you're going to see the sun. So... Whatever you're potentially going through, no, it's not going to last forever. Have faith that you'll get through it. That mindset is beautiful. Is there anything that helps you jolt out of some kind of cloud like that and get right? Music, man. Music, dancing, art, it kind of keeps the clarity for me. Usually if I'm like going through something, for me it's like I put that aside and just focus on creativity to keep my mind off of that or at least stay grounded in that. That is a perfect way to describe you, in my opinion, is someone who's very grounded. Who is that role model that's taught you that ability? Um, I would say my, my parents, for sure. Um, I know, you know, raising three kids is not exactly the easiest, especially me being a knucklehead as a kid. But my parents really, I think over the years, or at least being an adult, I kind of see how they kept themselves grounded through a lot of adversity and like, you know, I guess they taught me, you know, ways to be creative when I was a kid and not too strict to where I was like, I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. And like, they kind of let my mind wander and really focus on the things that I think I would like and want to do when I got older. So looking at my parents growing up and the things that they've done or did for me to do the same to keep me grounded in that sense. If we take that lesson that you learned from your parents and pass that down to the next generation, what would you say to kids that may see you in the spot you are now, but not know if they have it in them to get to this point? Whatever like they want to do, continue it, no matter how hard it gets, I would say because I think at a young age, it's important to establish uh, sacrifice and grit. Uh, even before being an adult, I, I kind of feel like that kind of rolls into adulthood, uh, sticking to something. I know back in high school, like my high school wasn't the best in football, but me and some of my buddies really stuck to it all the way at the end, even if we won a game. I'm like, were we crazy? Like a lot of guys are just like, oh, let's forget about it. But 
you know, we kind of like stuck to something that, you know, it wasn't a positive outlook, but we were optimistic about it the whole way through. And I think in life, like you're not always going to get, you know, the things that you want done, but you have to establish some kind of consistency to get to where you need to go. So I think, you know, running the course of being uh, consistent in what you want to do, even if it gets really hard. To that point, what are some off the field goals that you want to stick to? Uh, off the field goals, uh, I, I definitely want to be more interconnected with the community and to be a you know a positive light for people and be someone that brings inspiration for people. I think you've done that just by who you are. Forget all the on the field accolades. Mm-hmm. Yash, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us. Of course. It's been been a pleasure being here. And thank you for listening to Packers POV. To learn more about what Yash is doing off the field, visit his Instagram account, Art of Yash. Take care and see you next time. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.